Well, again, it's Easter Sunday, and we gather with Christians around the globe to say the phrase that's been said for the last 2,000 years, Jesus is risen, he is risen indeed. And those words have ring true for thousands of years. In fact, people have said them on Easter Sunday in the midst of wars. They've proclaimed that truth in the midst of past pandemics. They've proclaimed the truth that Jesus has risen in the midst of any circumstances that they found themselves in. And right here, right now, on this Easter of 2020, we can say together, he is risen, he is risen indeed, and that changes everything. What a joy it is to be with you, whether you're here in Los Angeles, you're anywhere around the nation, or around the globe, as we gather in this moment, whether you're alone or with family or with loved ones, I want you to know that you're part of something so much bigger, that in fact, God is with you in this moment. In the hands and feet of Jesus, the body of Christ, the church is bigger than any building that we could ever fit into. And yet, at the same time, what a different Easter this is. I mean, there's no sanctuaries filled with people dressed in their Easter best. There's no Easter egg hunts in neighborhoods. There's no brunches to go to afterwards. In fact, many people don't even know when this season of social isolation is going to end. In fact, I've heard many people say that uh, 2020 is uh, the worst year in our collective lifetimes. I mean, there's a growing number of stats of, of death and disease and unemployment and, and the rise of mental health issues. And yet this moment on this Sunday, on this Easter, I believe one day we're going to look back and we're going to call this the Great Easter of 2020. Because Easter is so much more than pastel colors, more than Easter eggs, more than wearing uh, nice clothes. In fact, Easter is about the reality that Jesus defeated death and all the ramifications of what that meant. And because of that, I believe that you right now are on the best place in the planet. Of all the things that you've gone to over the last couple of weeks on your phone, uh, in your mind, in your life, it is this moment that you're coming to. I believe it's gonna give you the peace and the joy and the security that you've been searching for. In fact, you and I, we need this Easter more than any other Easter in the past. You know, I've heard this phrase, so many people have been saying it recently, it's this longing, it's this desire, it's this hope to return to normal life. I mean, it's like this distant memory right now, this weird state that we're in. Normal life seems like this elusive thing that feels like years ago, when it was just weeks ago. And yet this longing, this hope for a return to normal life is actually an empty hope. And in fact, my prayer is that if you come here today, if you've joined the service, and if you've been longing, whether you've said it out loud or if you've said it in your heart, if you've longed for simply a return to normal life, that you would actually abandon that hope today because it's an empty hope. And it's nothing that's going to help you or the people around you in your life. In fact, what you and what I need right now is not a return to normal life. What we need is a resurrection to new life. And that's what Easter's about. And that's why you're here. And that's why I believe that this is going to be the great Easter of 2020 because it's going to show us, it's going to reveal to us the power of God 
the presence of God and the purpose of God that is revealed through Jesus Christ. You know, as we gather in this moment, we, uh, of course, are gathering across this city of Los Angeles. We're gathering around the nation, around the globe. Some of you are home alone. Maybe you're with family. Maybe uh, you're with some loved ones. I want to remind you that in this moment, God has seen this moment even before the creation of the world. That this moment is not an accident, whether you are part of this church and this is a regular part of your Sunday gathering or if you've just stumbled upon this service and you're searching. Scripture says that there's this profound truth that God knows the fullness of our life. And this intersection of this Easter in the midst of all that's happening in the world is not an accident. And again, it's my hope and my prayer that you would move perhaps from a return to normal life kind of a hope to a resurrection to newness of life kind of hope. Again, you know, a return to normal life is really about going back to how things used to be, but a resurrection to new life is about stepping forward into the future that God has for you. A return to normal life kind of hope is really based on timelines that keep getting pushed further and further into the future. Rather, a resurrection to new life isn't based on a contingency plan. It's not based on a timeline out in the future. It's based on a timetable of God already defeating death, already accomplishing all that he wanted to accomplish on that Easter morning. You see, a return to normal life kind of a hope causes us to be stuck. Not just in our homes, but stuck in our hopes, stuck in our dreams, stuck in our relationships, stuck in all the ways that we didn't even know we could be stuck in. But a resurrection to newness of life actually sets us free, even while we're at home, even while we are waiting for the news from the doctor, even as we are waiting for what the future has in store. So these three things that I have for us that i got to tell you, I feel like I'm preaching to myself, and I need to preach to myself here. I need this more than anybody, along with all of you. And as you listen in to how God has been pressing upon my heart these three things, I believe that as I will look back on this moment, and I hope that as you look back on this moment, that if we put these three things into practice, that we would begin to experience a transformation that we need, that the world around us needs, that we would again look back and say, wow, that was the great Easter of 2020. The three things are this. Easter means God's presence is with us. How remarkable when you consider Isaiah 53, 4. In that passage, it says that he, Jesus, took upon himself our infirmities. And he bore our diseases. How remarkable is that when you consider the stats that are growing right now, the sorrow that is growing right now, the, the symptoms that are growing right now, the death that is growing right now. Scripture says that the truth of Easter is that on the cross, Jesus took all of that upon himself. How remarkable is that that 
that God is so present with you in your sorrow and your suffering and your tears and your wondering and your anxiety in your worrying. He is present with you, not alongside you. He is present because he is experiencing and has experienced all that you'll ever experience. I mean, how remarkable that, that Jesus took upon himself not only all the infirmities of your life and my life, and not just all the infirmities of this pandemic, but he took upon himself all the infirmities of every pandemic that will ever exist in human history. And so God can actually walk with you through pain and suffering. You're not alone in this moment, no matter what you're going through, no matter what is spinning inside your head, no matter what the future you think will look like, God is with you. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. And the reason why I can say that is because he has never left you and he's never forsaken you. And God, outside of time, gives you this promise to you on this Easter Sunday in 2020. That while the world is shifting and shaking around you, there is a God who says, I've seen it all. And I have defeated it all. And I have conquered it all. And I'm going to transform it all. And I'm present with you. God longs for you in this moment to acknowledge him. To cry out to him. To trust him. To, to seek him. To... To ask him questions. God is big enough. You're not alone in this moment. Not because I say it's true. But because of Easter. Jesus defeated death. He rose from the grave. He ascended to the right hand of the Father. And he pours out his spirit to all people who would put their faith and trust in Jesus. And the same spirit that dwells in Jesus, that rose Jesus from the grave, actually now dwells in you. And that leads us to the second truth that we can put into practice, that we can meditate upon, that we can begin to live out and to experience. That it's not just God's presence being with us. It's that God's power is with us. In fact, you aren't just not alone. You're not powerless. And though it might feel like it, uh, though you might not feel the freedom that you used to a week ago, a month ago, though you might feel powerless in your ability to, to control your emotions or the emotions of your kids or those around you, though you might feel powerless as a brand new homeschool teacher, though you might feel powerless having just lost your job or having lost your retirement, Though you might feel powerless, you just got tested, you're waiting for the results. No matter how you might feel, there is a truth that is within you if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave dwells in you. And you can access that power right now. So if your career is careening, the Holy Spirit wants to empower you. If you're hopeless in your homeschooling, the, the Holy Spirit wants to empower you. If you're about to get news today, tomorrow, next week, next month, that you didn't expect for you or a loved one, the Holy Spirit wants to empower you. And so you can right now turn to the Spirit of God whether for the first time you put your faith and trust in Jesus or if you've been walking with Jesus, you can pray, Spirit of God, empower me 
to have your perspective, God. Empower me to have the response that you would have me to have in this moment. Empower me to have your joy, your peace. The Holy Spirit has fruit that the Spirit of God wants to bear up in you even in this season. How remarkable that the power of God doesn't depend upon the circumstances of this world. That no matter how dark things get, that the light of the world that is Jesus Christ now can shine brighter than ever. You're not alone. You're not powerless. And you're not without purpose. And that's the third thing that we can put into practice right here and right now, no matter where you are. God's purpose is with you. You see, the truth is that Jesus not only defeated death, not only did he rise from the grave, but he says to all of us who would put our faith and trust in him that our old way of living could actually be put to death so that we would rise up with him in newness of life. That we can say, yes, he is risen, so now we are risen. That yes, he had a purpose for his life, and because of that, we now have a purpose for our life, it's a purpose that far transcends what we have, what we've accomplished, what our reputation is. It is a purpose that has been given to us before eternity began, and it is a purpose that God whispers into our hearts. It's a purpose that God calls us to, and it's a purpose that even tombs can't contain. How remarkable that the Easter morning found Jesus bursting forth from the tomb that had held him back for a number of days. The truth is that every single one of us, we've been entombed in our homes. Some of us even more are entombed in our hopes. We are entombed in our relationships. We're entombed in our careers. And yet this Easter... The great Easter of 2020 is a reminder that the Spirit of God wants to burst forth life from the tomb that you've been in. And yes, you don't even have to leave your home. In fact, you have technology at your fingertips, uh, more technology than the world has ever known. You actually have the ability right now from where you are in your house to reach out, to go beyond the tomb of your home and to serve somebody to encourage somebody, to bless somebody, to mentor somebody, to serve somebody, to, to introduce Jesus to somebody, to give a reason for the hope that is within you to somebody. You see, you have a purpose. And it's a purpose that is going to give you the greatest significance you could ever imagine. It seems like the world right now is in this great massive global reset and it seems like while the world shuts in as things begin to slow down there's people who are beginning to ask the question what do I want the future to look like what do I want my life to look like? What do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want my work to look like? There's never been a time in your lifetime 
where you've been forced, where you've been given the space to truly ask the question, what do I want for my future? As you ask that question, if you answer that question with a return to normal life kind of thinking, you're going to go right back to the things that you didn't even know entombed you. But in this moment, this great Easter 2020, if you answer that question, what do I want my future to look like? With a resurrection newness of life that Jesus invites you into. That if you don't answer that question just within your own strength, but if you open up God's word and say, God, what rhythms of life would you have for me? What passions do you want me to have? What relational dynamics do you want me to put into practice? What dreams do you want me to have? You don't have to wait for anyone else or anything else or no tone line or no mandate or no governmental decree or no vaccine to start that today. The future starts now because Jesus is alive. He is risen. We are risen. Let's step in the future together with him today. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you so much for the gift of this moment. It's a gift that you give us that perhaps many of us at first thought do not consider it a gift. But any moment of our lives where we are faced with the question of what really matters, when we come to the end of ourselves, when we come to a place where we realize that the things of this world do not live up to expectations, that's actually a gift because in that place, God, you are all that's left. And so would everyone either deepen the relationship with you, Jesus, or Jesus, come to you for the first time in faith? Would it be your spirit that rose you, Jesus, from the dead that would enable them, empower them, enliven them, give them joy to say, Jesus, I trust in you. I believe in you. I want your resurrection power, Jesus, to, to fuel me in every area of my life. So Jesus, if you could defeat death, if you could bear the iniquities of us all, if you could bear the diseases of us all, you can transform each of our lives, each of our futures, for your sake, in your glory. Jesus, we're ready. The great Easter of 2020, a marking point in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.